Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We are here, finally, wrapping up our finale record. This is the third attempt now to reschedule uh, because we had some friends coming from out of town. I had to reschedule the original record. And then we had some sickness illness. going and on. And some of us had to go to Kentucky. And some of us have uh, jobs <laughs> on the road. And... <laughs> So we're uh, excited to be back, excited to be wrapping up the finale record. Now, today with me, I have our very own Lavender, Coriander, and Harold slash Baja. We uh, will be checking in with Evan and Kietel here in just a little bit and finding out how they're faring alongside the three of you. So starting to my... So starting to my left with my own lovely wife, uh, you want to go ahead and get started today? Oh, and then the other thing I was going to say was, everyone, throw me uh, your favorite line or moment that has happened so far up to this point that wasn't your character. So something somebody else did or said. And now that you have no time to think about it. Hi, uh, I'm Liz Muskrat. Uh, she, her pronouns. I don't really use my Instagram that much, but y'all know it's feet. Liz doing stuff at Instagram, blah, blah. And my favorite moment was Salatra when Harold walked in for the first time after 10 years. And she goes, hey, Harold, how's that finger? Still missing a finger? Still missing that pinky? They don't grow back. Of course I am. <laughs> was, to me, the, the best part about that was... The, the aghast that Harold was like, of course I am. <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> All right, and, and then you... to my left. Hi, I'm Caleb, he, him, um, and uh, uh, YouTube.com forward slash Caleb Spicy Videos. Um, probably just put that in the search bar. Don't actually go to that URL. And I think my favorite moment... And it can't be my character? Mm -mm. That's not fair. I know. <laughs> How dare you have to characters. praise other people? God. Oh, God. Saying positive oh, things about your friends are the worst. I know, I know. I'm trying to think of one. Hold up. Give me one second. Cut all this out. Dun, 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 Please dun, cut all this dun, out. Dun, um, I'm trying to think of... Dun, 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 because I don't want to just jump straight to the... like. Because realistically, my favorite thing that happened was when... And I know it's kind of a me thing, but when I came back... And then you died, oh, and like yeah. Liz died, and just like Harold's return and that whole had thing. The, had the that whole arc mm. is like my favorite thing that has happened so far. But I'm involved in that, so I can't count it. No, yeah, I mean like everybody uh, else is involved. You too. could just say no, your okay, favorite no. part was when Liz's right. character died. That's well, fine. Yeah, That's what you're that. trying to say. It's it's either that or when Ruben's doing the whole cartoon. I'm pulling out all my weapons. Oh thing. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for the callback. And I'm keeping my I'm keeping my pocket knife or whatever. <laughs> And who do you have to your left, Mr. Uh, Baja slash Harold slash Caleb? Well, I've got Miss Jackie B. Hi. Hello. Um, it rained today. That's and that was that was really good. Yeah. So um, anyway, hi, I'm Jackie B. And um, my favorite moment or one of my favorite moments, because, again, there's been many, but just like on the spot, mm -hmm. difficult, um, is probably when Salatra came into the Gemini like the day that we were all gonna kill Smiley and like put her like slammed her face down on the table and was like I left her alone with the shop referring to <laughs> she's gonna ruin it she's all. gonna ruin yeah. I'm gonna lose I had so to much money block letters on everything that was really and funny. she still managed to mess up I think Katarina messed up three of the five orders yes. or something like yes. that uh, not a good average three of seven I think we did well, a die roll you know 
As always, I'm your narrator, Jay Muskrat. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jay Muskrat Arts. And you can find the show on the same platforms at Droughtland Pod. We post daily art and weekly specials, including like character designs and original art and all sorts of different stuff. And my favorite moment from the entire show so far, I think might be... Uh, Ruben tackling the voodoo woman through the portal because that was truly like one of the most unexpected things that's that's happened for me as a DM Mm -hmm. where I was just like oh that's very different from anything that I had expected to happen and um, and just like uh, from a meta point of view like we like Dave had other obligations and things like that so it was just a really seamless way where I was just like yeah at some point we'll have to write Ruben out and then he was just like oh here's my opportunity this is a great story moment this is really satisfying narratively uh, and like and, it doesn't mean he's gone forever too it leaves right that's what I was gonna say it, it leaves this back. huge it leaves open some Ruben <sighs> boo that was so bad it actually hurt what the heck was sorry, that it was a <laughs> Once again, guys, thanks for joining. Let's get to it. Run, dig a ding, 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 Three orphans sold into slavery as children find their lives inexorably intertwined as adults. When the mighty Backerholt mine is wrecked with tremors, our cast is thrust together and forced to fight to survive. Leaders forged by chance and circumstance struggle to hold together their various groups of survivors. Evan Brewer and Kietel Shea, with hundreds of civilians safe, but trapped within the superstructure, home. Coriander, Harold, and Lavender lead their group at the Gemini. And Baja Tarwheel, deep underground with the Vakal tribe and Vavekt Nartasha. As always, I'm your narrator, Jay Muskrat, reminding you that Droughtland is intended for mature audiences only and listener discretion is advised. In addition to the typical content, today's episode holds an extra heavy warning for math. And now, without further ado, thanks for listening, and welcome to Droughtland. Which reminds you of the two cases that you have in the alleyway. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. I got. I found those cases. Oh, you did? Yeah, they're like they're like right there. Oh well, Harold immediately kind of like gets off the bike and almost forgets to do the kickstand. Like he starts to lift mm. his leg up and goes, "Oh wait, no, I wouldn't have to do a kickstand. It has a sidecar. It's got a sidecar. So he just puts it into gear so it won't roll away, and he nice. just jumps off in his excitement and runs over and throws it open. And I want to throw. So open. there's two cases. There's a longer one I and throw, a shorter one. I throw open the longer one. And I say, Coriander, I know there's one thing you love most in this world, and that's things that go boom. Uh, Happy anniversary. You want to throw open the other one so she can just read both of them on the card? Yeah, and I, and I, I also throw open the other one, and I toss it to, uh, to Lavender and go, check this shit out. You want to open that card, Coriander, and read uh, what Harold has in his cases? In the first case... 
He has one sonic cannon with 20 charges in it, which is a D10 plus the number of charges used divided by four. Bombcaster, which has two gravity bombs and three regular bombs. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom sticks. So you yeah, pull yeah. out this, like, huge three-foot-long cylinder, and on one end, the cylinder is, like, slit on each side, and it's it forms, like, these four big, long prongs that stick out. They, like, when you pull in your hand, you, like, toggle a little switch, and they, like, open and... Pfft, like back into place so that they're like wider and broadened out like the top of a fork. And uh, the bomb caster is like a long, like 18 inch long tube attached to like a rifle handle, basically, and just some basically like a China Lake, but there's got like a trap in the back. So you can load in these little round bombs. You can also throw them, but you can load them in and then fire them like a ranged weapon. Nice. These are Amazing, aren't they? These are so cool. They're really very. I was really hoping that I had hidden them in in a in the right spot. You found them where I I found them, them and 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 I left TT down there. And I can't believe that. I I have bad news. Oh. When I went into your office, Taylor was in there, and she had like a bunch of paperwork, like a bunch, like a satchel full of paperwork, and I. I tried to stop her. I tried really hard. I fucking couldn't get a fucking shot on this. I don't like her, Harold. You know what? But she got away. She got away and she ran. I should have never trusted her. She's always she kind of weird. Yeah. And also her voice is deeper than mine and that really kind of triggers me. That's <laughs> <laughs> rough. You know what? I wish you would have shot in her. I tried. Shot, 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 shot and shot and shot. I wish I would have shot her. You would have shot her. Hell, I wish I would have shot her. I could have shot her years ago, you but shot I didn't. Her years ago. But I didn't. Did you see what papers she did get? Did she get into? Like a lot. Did she have the yellow leaf papers? Dad, did you have the yellow leaf paper? She had every everything was in a satchel. You couldn't see. Yeah, what she had. I just she got I, the satchel. I heard her sliding Ooh. a bunch of shit together, and I mean, this was a packed satchel, like right, trapper cool. keeper. Nothing fucking matters. I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh God. Chapter 35, One Fine Morning, Part 1. The night has gotten uh, significantly darker as the sun is fully dropped below the horizon. The rain is still hitting and the fires of the streets of Backerholt are illuminating the sky. It's like mist and fog pretty much everywhere. Standing outside the Gemini, Harold Crimp, Lavender and Coriander Cooper, and a plethora of stalled, if you will, Desert Sun's berserkers who have, through 
the interaction of different forces of voodoo basically become stagnant and mindless for the time being and are just standing. But this number kind of continues to get bigger over the course of the time that you guys are there. Harold and Lavender, you guys just got back with the seismologist um, in Harold's clockwork bike with the little sidecar. The seismologist has informed you guys that the uh, tectonic activity and all that is indi- is indicative of a total collapse. So Backerholt is going to collapse in on itself. The whole city is basically mm. fucked. You guys now have this information. You also have the swag from those crates that Coriander pulled up from the garage, Ooh, which was swag. the sonic cannon and a bomb launcher bomb. that yeah. also had uh, had a couple regular bombs and a gravity bomb, which uh, <laughs> when it detonates... He's a gravity bomb. He's a gravity bomb. <laughs> when it detonates, everyone uh, gets really high. And by that, I mean <laughs> they are lifted D4 plus the, you, you three would, feet up off the ground. Would you say that they are hoisted on their petard? Their oh. own petards? Well, it's our petard, isn't it? <laughs> so you guys have those things. In addition to that, one thing that uh, kind of slipped the bookkeeping uh, as Scalper lands on your shoulder, Lavender, and rubs the his uh, their little head against the side of yours. Uh, you you are reminded of uh, sort of a burning energy sensation in your pocket, and reach down and pull out the wand that Coriander gathered off of the Voodoo Woman. From, from after Ruben tackled her through the portal. Now, you, you've been largely unconscious, and it's only been like two hours since that happened. It's really not but, been very yeah, long at all. It's not been very long, so it's fair that you would forget about it. Go ahead and give me an occult knowledge roll. This is intelligence and occult knowledge. So if you pass a nine, I will hand you the stats to this wand. If you don't, you will have to attempt to use it to see what it does. So plus two to your roll. So hey, 11. you roll a nine on the dice, okay. Enjoy the stats for your new wand. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. That's a lot of damage. That, it does have the potential to be a lot of damage. Is it big enough to blow a hole in a wall? So as you... (laughs) For a T-Rex to to come through. To blow a hole in the wall. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... When you you pull this wand out and you see uh, once again it is a a green core a glow of iridium that you know iridium can have a spell like imprinted onto it so that you can activate like iridium through certain things and it can like activate a spell so that's like the basics behind like runes and magical like traps and things like that so there's one of those charging this wand and then at the head of it there's a chaos gem but the chaos gem has like cracked open on the bottom almost and these like red tendrils of like like almost octopus like tendrils but almost viney have like wrapped around the iridium and then around themselves and swirled to like an end and then it's like all solidified itself so it's like they almost like broke a gem on top of a gem and it like grew around it so it's this weird like fully formed wand. Now you would have seen some things like this uh, with Lucinda but not probably many and definitely not one that's like this clearly designed for war. You know like this is a a pretty single service wand which like wands generally are. They usually have one to two sort of hexes that are imbued in them and this one is definitely designed to sling hex bolts and sling big old strong hex bolts. Harold, 
Coriander. You guys are back together again after Coriander brought TT down to the garage to begin work He's on the Sand Thrasher. There, right? He is still down there. So the three of you guys can easily stealthily snake your way back into the Gemini. Inside there are like several dozen survivors. Um, so at the top of that list over there, there's Minutemen and civvies. And civvies. Yeah. We had You guys had 17 on the ship with you, right? Of Minutemen? I believe so. And then but there I don't were, know if we got all of them after Salatra and... You didn't. So you guys got uh, 13 of them, and then you had, I think, six more guys. So right now you have 19 Minutemen and... 58 survivors 58 civvies. Right. That is a lot of people. We so currently, to. you guys have 58 civilians and 19 Minutemen. Now, for uh, the sake of bookkeeping purposes and, and ease, uh, we are going to, for here on out, ignore the fact that you do have some of your men in clockwork armor because having two different groups of Minutemen is going to be really confusing. Right. So basically, I've averaged that out by bumping the Minutemen up just a little. Well, they've, so, they've taken some time to help each other get into their uniforms. Yeah. I mean, the, even the clockwork armor, is that's not Minutemen gear. That's like high-tech stuff you guys right, were hoarding. The Minutemen wear like a breastplate and like leather bracers, basically. Like it's whatever they have pretty much. On hand, yeah. You guys have 58 civilians, 19 Minutemen. You have uh, Wadapra Tones, who is the uh, guy that has a little bit of a slur to his speech. And then you have Ilgi Amalinu. Which she's is the girl that's been the girl that's kind of been him, translating for him. They're sort of leading the Minutemen here, although neither of them. Well, Wadapra is like I don't whatever, like the neighborhood watch leader kind of guy. So he's like got some authority, but he's not he's not supposed to be in charge of this many you know this sort of situation anyway. Looks like a lot of the structure has sort of crumbled in this. A lot of people have already been killed. The Desert Sons are still massively murdering people. Currently murdering people. Currently. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do at the top of the episode here is in order to allow you guys some direct control over the actual end, basically, of the entire story, how many people make it out, how they make it out, all of this, I've devised this mechanical system over here that you guys see in front of you to allow you guys to spend your resources in a way that will reduce everything down to one roll per category. So, Liz, do you want to read me in that top circle? Assemble and modify Sand Thrasher, negative two. Right. So that category is TT said he would need more people if we wanted this done quickly. So he, if you guys want to spend time and people to help him out, you guys have nine chips representing nine hours each one of those num each one of those categories has a base modifier to start out with so build and modify the sand thrasher starts out with a negative two which means you would roll a d10 and subtract two nine is a success levels of success will give you a better result levels of failure will give you a worse result based on the category each one of these chips is a plus one so you can spend these chips to negate out the negatives or boost other some of the other categories have pluses. We'll get to that in just a second. Okay. This is gonna be in mathy. addition to this, this is it is going to be a little mathy, and probably we're going to cut a lot of the audio of you guys figuring this out out. But it is the best way to really give you guys control of the end of the story. So in addition to spending these nine hours uh, wherever you want on any category, you guys have two more D10. To represent like prioritizing people 
towards this task. You can give uh, one of these to each of two tasks. You can't put both on one. And that basically gives that task advantage. It's, it's going to really make that category a lot more likely to succeed. Okay. And then lastly, you guys have one blank domino, which you can place on any one task and not roll for it. So you don't have to chance the potential loss. Most of these categories, the potential failure results in losing troops or civilians, most of them. So go, well, you guys want to go ahead and read the rest of those just in the circle. Uh, Caleb, you want to read that the next one out loud? Yeah. Um, find and modify trailer plus zero. Success yields a basic trailer capable of holding up to 15 survivors. Every additional success level grants uh, 1d8 plus 2 to holding capacity and plus 5 armor value. So that's pretty self-explanatory. If you got you guys said uh, before, because the, the Sand Thrasher holds a base of, tw- of 12 people, including the driver. So you guys said before, so if, if you're wanting to take people the, so far, if with the Sand Thrasher and the trailer and a trailer, but Just the higher alone. you succeed in the role to find the trailer, the more people exponentially you'll be able to hold in it. Now that said, on the other end, go ahead and read that very bottom one for me, uh, Jack. Capture Zeppelin, negative four. Every two levels of success results in a Zeppelin able to carry two d20 people roll with advantage so you would roll 4d20 and you'd keep the highest two of them that'll represent a variable based on the size of the zeppelin that you find but it's every two levels of success and you start out with a negative four so it's the definitely the most difficult one that's largely to represent the fact that everyone is swarming the docks right now Now let me clarify with the domino Mm -hmm. the domino would negate the negative four no, the the domino would mean you wouldn't roll for that category at all. You would you would allocate no resources to going to find a zeppelin and give up on the zeppelin entirely. Okay, oh, I totally misunderstood yeah, what you so were saying. You made it sound like that neutralizes the roll, and we are successful yeah. at no, that roll. No, 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 no. no, no, no. The domino, yeah, the domino is we don't do it. Yeah. Okay, the domino then salvage valuables, yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. So go yeah, ahead. I feel and like read, we should. Yeah. Um, go ahead and read the last three out loud for me, Liz. Salvage valuables plus one salvaging yields d four times. 1,000 water credits worth of valuables per success level. Valuables have no weight. Train civilians and build defenses, plus two. Every success level turns D4 civilian survivors into Minutemen. And then the last one is scouting for survivors, negative one. I don't think we need more survivors, I don't think we need more survivors Every success level saves D20 plus 10 civilians, adding to the base group of 58 survivors already in the Gemini. Right. So that's all of them. Does that 58 include the three of us? That's all. Uh, No, the 58 does not include the three of you guys. (laughs) I think so. Just to recap for everyone at home real quick, there are seven categories here. There's assemble and modify sand thrasher, find and modify trailer for the sand thrasher, scouting for survivors, train civilians and build defenses, salvage valuables, and capture a zeppelin. The team here is going to get to hand out basically nine chips. Each one is a plus one modifier to a base roll of just a blank D10. Uh, We're looking for a nine as a success. You also have these two D10s to add to any two categories, one each, to give that category advantage on its roll. And then lastly, you have one blank domino, which will mean you do not 
give any resources to this category at all. No one goes out to do this thing. And therefore you don't chance the failure role. That's to prevent you guys from having one that you will absolutely suck at by just, you know, you know, you don't have to send two people out to die. If everyone agrees you're done, you're not going to go do that. It would mean mean? less people to save. It would, which is a very bring back like 20 more because like the minimum is a D20 plus. We move across the street to Harold. So like minimum real quick, (laughs) real quick. Here's you guys nine uh, plus ones. Oh, and actually guess what? You guys brought back a seismologist. So it's 59 59. survivors and we need to keep her. And uh, here's your 2D10s and your domino to indicate you don't want to do that category. We'll keep the mics on and I'll answer any questions you guys have. Uh, Go ahead and talk through your plan. See what you want. I will say you have the right as players to choose to stack this in a way that would cause there to be less people to save if you want to do that. Now, if you do that and your characters survive, I'm not going to forget that. And no one else who's here... Is in, gonna the, forget in the that. town, I'm is really not gonna forget interested in gaining that. more people. I'm also not interested <laughs> in murdering anybody that we have. Okay, exactly. Like, here's, I'd rather take everyone. Here's we what can. Harold wants to do, right? I say we put the blank thing on the scouting sur- for, for survivors. I think that's we a great dump idea. a bunch of things on train servils, train civilians, so they can defend themselves, Absolutely. right? And then we, we fucking need. get the zeppelin and we leave. Yes. <laughs> You don't need the sand thrasher to get to the zeppelin. The zeppelin category okay. would mean someone goes out and comes back with the zeppelin. So we're doing the thing from the first Trimmers movie oh. where we try to take the tractor over the uh, the pass. Yeah. So the thing with the zeppelin is it's inherently much more dangerous and less likely to succeed. You have a negative four. You have to get two success levels to get one zeppelin that carries D two D four people which could be 40 but it also could be two and the failure is has the highest cost of bodies i mean that also like kills two birds with one stone because we lose a bunch of people trying to get the zeppelin then we can just take the tractor out oh that's just capturing the zeppelin got it oh and also you guys will get to decide what order you roll these in Okay, my question is, if we don't do the Zeppelin and we only do the Sand Thrasher, like, what's our actual likelihood of getting the fuck out of there without getting mobbed and torn apart? Oh, well, that's by... the thing. We can't, if we do the Sand Track, we have to abandon everybody, yeah. basically. It we can have, only be, yeah. like, we, the 12 would of be, us in a trailer. Of... It would be TT and, like, one or two of the most loyal uh, uh, people in the crowd, and that's it. Well, so if you do the math, because I have, um, we could theoretically y- save a they're lot. Both neither of them are guaranteed, but the trailer has a higher pr- chance of succeeding, and the base Wait, modifier the is less, but the variable is less. So the zeppelin could you could end up with like two on the zeppelin plan. Oh, every the but trailer keep is more guaranteed plus two. Right, so for every success level. So we uh, could beef this guy. Assuming up. we want to go for the trimmers escape. And just ignore the Zeppelin. Can I actually see the map? I'd like to plot a course out of town.
docks are literally across town from where we are. Yeah, so the, we could go out of town pretty quickly on the Sand Thrasher as opposed to having to go all the way, all way across town, across. come all the way back, and then leave. Yeah, which is why long. which is why that category has a negative four and the result God, could you imagine the fucking worse. payload? I also did say last time, if you guys remember, that the docks were like, they're sw- there's they're Zeppelins leaving swarmed. and stuff, but they're swarmed by the Desert Suns like, and I'm BMC pretty sure and the Kieto Minutemen. And who his are team all, are headed there too. There, I, there's no I can neither confirm nor deny what Evan and Kietel are doing, but I will tell you guys that Kietel, you saw like all three Eagle. of the armies that are currently fighting. All three of them were fighting over the docks, and only two of them were fighting at home and at the BMC HQ. That would just go into desert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys, yeah. How far I mean, away are we from the next city? A little it. over a week on most zeppelins. Short, short answer is yes. As long as you succeed in the category of the Sand Thrasher, Sand Thrasher you will have enough to reach something. Okay. You also know that there's like all, all these different Zeppelins that are fleeing right now out into the desert themselves. If we're... Okay, so initially I said let's, let's fuck salvaging valuables. We're gonna be stranded in the desert. We're gonna want that water. Yeah, we're gonna need that. Yeah. I don't want to throw any on Zeppelin. I think we're abandoning Zeppelin. Yeah, I think that's the best idea available. I think it's tractor time. I think the trailer is our best bet, and I do think we and do I am still, innocent yeah, I'm here. still sticking to don't try to find more survivors. I cannot. I would I feel bad bringing more people into this already questionable yes. situation. You're, You're not, not bring- bringing people in. You're literally saving people from getting like hacked to part by men. Right. You know? Then they can come into the Gemini like the other smart people. Yeah. Did. No, no, like at fair. this point, we can't waste resources or time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. because especially since we already have too many men. It's not like we're going to be. Yeah, too many mouths. We are low on water. No, listen. Here's the thing. It's not murder. That is philosophically like. I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) We described it last week. I have to find the stat still. This. The Sand Thrasher does have fixed guns at the front, and it it is reinforceable. So is the trailer, which is why it has a base AV and all that. How so we... you can, like, if you guys go with the Sand Thrasher thran- plant, you will end up with the opportunity to position Minutemen to protect the trailer. So having Minutemen is going to be helpful, not just to guard the Gemini. We do have 19 of them, though, so it's not a big deal if we lose the 1D. The 1d4. On the Sand Thrasher, because I don't think we fully read it. Handling is basically dexterity. Toughness is basically constitution. So if you guys are trying to drive through a bunch of stuff, (sighs) if you try, if you, if the road is blocked and you have to like 
bash through a barricade that the Desert Sons have put up, that's going to be a toughness roll. If you are trying to outmaneuver raptors that are chasing you guys, for example, that would be a handling roll. So Maybe you raptors don't really want to just stay out either. of this area for now. Yeah, we'll just we'll play. What, you the know raptors, what raptors are still scared. Ruben's around. <laughs> you know what raptors Fucker shoots us heavy metal music. <laughs> I've learned that. And if you guys had watched season four of uh, Camp Cretaceous, you'd know mm. that. Also, speaking of heavy metal music, if you don't guys don't give me that look. <laughs> if you guys crit on the build and assemble sand thrasher, I will allow you guys to put someone with an electric guitar on the front, just like But like on like the mass. bungee kind yeah. of stick. Cool. Dip. Dope. Alright, so have we decided on the, our setup? Are we ready to roll these dice? I thought, yeah, I fucking hope so. Okay. So again, this is just basically a game way of giving you guys control over how many people survive backer holds collapse, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Which one do you guys want to roll first? Yes. I really have to pee. Okay, we can pause real quick. <laughs> So Kietel and Evan, over the course of the night, you guys help facilitate the survivors inside the home structure into lines running up and down the staircase to the roof, all lined up and ready to load onto the Zeppelins as they arrive. You guys also have helped a little with the guard duty as these Minutemen go around and patrol the interior of the building. Now, the night largely is uneventful and I mean that with a large asterisk because a couple of times over the course of the night there's an explosion close enough that you uh, portions of, of the interior actually fall and crash down so there's a couple of people who are injured there's a, a part of the office structure right next to Anita's office actually collapses in on top of some bathrooms um, there's several times where the big metal structure or the uh, big metal like cargo gate on the front of home is uh, attempted to be breached by like battering rams and things like that but they're always unsuccessful during one of the more quiet parts of the night where you can only hear the battle as a distant roar um, maybe a, a half a mile away quarter mile away there is a secure knock on that same side door that you guys came in and kettle you happen to be near there as the minutemen who are guarding that area open the door and crack it just enough to let the survivors in a small group runs in and amongst them you recognize your ex-girlfriend taylor she seems a little shaken uh she's got a bundle of papers that are like wrapped up into a big file and she's like hugging them like it's like everything that she has and she's like pretty clearly shaking her hair which is normally like nicely pulled back and like put together is there's tons of flyaways and her like braid is like or her her ponytail is loose what do you say to her now it's been a minute since you've seen taylor i think since have you seen her since she left probably not no No. so there's like a real awkwardness and you do have the helmet so like are you just going to leave the helmet on so she doesn't recognize you that sounds probably you know just gonna intentionally ignore this maybe start working in a different uh hallway okay so (laughs) she uh she goes 
and and takes and uh she's she's ushered into like the larger group of survivors and kind of disappears into there but you do notice she's clutching those documents real tight part of me is happy that she survived probably but another part of me doesn't want to have that conversation that's fair that's fair So after the uh, after the awkward interruption interruption of having a face from your past walk through, you sort of return to the rest of the duties. Shortly after midnight, Friendly and Doctor Obara finally arrive on the roof with Zeppelin with Ruben's Zeppelin. It is just them; none of the others that went with them. However, they do have seem to have found along the way a small handful of about five different Minutemen and different civilians. The Zeppelin like comes in to rest on top of home and all around like there's all these other Zeppelins flying about and shooting at each other. So it's already looking pretty like pretty seared and like there's there's burn marks up along one side and clearly there's been a big fight. Friendly looks to have taken a uh, quite a bit more injury in in getting there and dr obara looks like she's at the end of her limits she has wrapped friendly's arm up entirely and it's like tied up against his chest now uh ren is nowhere to be seen as the zeppelin comes to like a rest on the roof it's hovering just a few feet over the the structure and friendly drops a small rope ladder and then uh you see somebody else one of the other people that they found hucks the anchor over and it like hits really heavy on the roof and then a couple of the minutemen that are there in home with you guys rush over and like grab the anchor and like hook it to one of the hooks on the roof this is a kind of structure where they would they would do deliveries on the roof here already so this is set up for this sort of thing so once they've docked this zeppelin you see friendly and obara climb off and friendly has clearly taken a bunch more damage he's got his arm like wrapped to his chest and obara has blood stain running through her hair that wasn't there before you don't see any of the survivors that left with them you do not see ren the pilot so you guys are down one pilot friendly kind of takes a step towards you evan and he reaches out his non-tied up arm just kind of puts it on your chest and there's like a silent moment between you guys and then he continues on and you can tell he's piloted it here you guys have one zeppelin set to fit about 65 people you have upwards of 300 what's your plan to get more zeppelins here uh so first um do you have time to talk, friend, or do you need to rest? Friendly goes, sits, he actually like fully sits down on just a crate and he's kind of staring at the ground. And he's like, I think I can, I think I can probably pilot one of these now. I've had a little bit of time with it. I just, give me just a second. And then, like, Obara steps up and puts her hand on his shoulder and kind of looks at you and shakes her head, like, slowly, like he's not a viable option here. Okay. When you were there and you secured uh, Ruben's up, were there any others that could be commandeered? You uh, can even see from where you're, you're at up here, uh, there's 
probably at least another dozen zeppelins that are still docked. There are also, though, like on the dock, there are several that are on fire. There are several that have like, uh, like the balloon is holding a structure that's just on fire. The balloon's going to catch on fire at some point. Uh, there's a couple that the balloon is, has like exploded or caught on fire, and then the actual ship has just dropped to the ground. But there's probably like 36 zeppelins all like docked here. So there's a lot more that could be gotten, but it does seem like there's a lot of activity over there now. There's more activity now than there was before. Okay. And by activity, it looks like there's actual, like, big firefights and things like that. Yeah. It looks like whatever, whoever was holding the dock has probably fallen, and it's been overrun by the other people. All right, then. We have two options for what we can do moving forward. Uh, There are a lot more people here than we initially anticipated. Either A, we send those who need to leave the most, the injured, uh, friendly yourself, not because you're injured, but because you have connections that you can talk to and let them know what's going on. And then the he rest like of chuckles us... chuckles and spits a little and it's all red. And uh, the rest of us will have to hoof it until we can get someone sent back towards us. Uh, in the desert, which Anita is not turns optimal. And she says, are, are you talking about taking people just walking out? Out there? Do you think that that's safer than being here? Yes. I mean, at, at this point. As yeah. she asked that, there's also, like, another explosion in the distance. Like, two or three. And, like, you see, like, a whole structure just collapse somewhere in the city. And that was probably a cultist. <laughs> <laughs> Anita, like, turns and looks at it again. And then... All right, we could take everyone here. We could get them down the backside of the structure, but there's no there's no system there for ladders. There's no so we're gonna need to figure out some sort of rigging to get these people over the the walls. We have a lot. We have a lot of ropes and stuff like that in here, don't we? We can mm-hmm. just, just we could set something up like that. We can even set up a you know. Two of them, so that way you can, we can have multiple people get down okay. as easily. And but only the, the only people that are going to be going are going to be those that are healthier, those that are injured, elderly. Um, they'll we'll send them on the ship, and hopefully, we can survive long enough that uh, we'll be able to get help. So here's how we're going to treat this mechanically. Your guys's plan basically is load the load the injured and the elderly up on the zeppelin, and then everyone else takes off in a caravan across the desert, right? So there's that, be, or we get more zeppelins, which doesn't seem very viable yeah, at the moment. Yeah. So uh, since that doesn't seem, and everyone kind of agrees that that doesn't seem super viable at the moment, um, they're going to basically the the dissenting opinion would be let's stay here and stay locked down. And so that's going to be basically what we're going to call the two sides here. So your guys' side will be, you know, let's take the Zeppelin head out. And then the other side will be, let's stay. So we're going to, uh, for democracy purposes, we're going to say that there's going to be uh, five votes needed basically for either side. We're going to call them 50-50 chances. So with you guys, uh, let's see... You guys make two votes each, or two, two votes together. Uh, Friendly and Obara are on your side, but they're going to count only as one vote because Friendly is the only one. So there's going to be Anita, the two of you guys, Friendly, uh, and then we'll say that there's going to be 
five other people voting, right? So, do you guys want above five? Do you guys want a five and above? Or can I want... can I make a speech to try to help our odds? Yeah, Anita says, uh, sh- "Sure." And she walks over to the door, back down into home. She grabs a comm that's clipped onto the wall and attached with a long cable. She hands it to you and says, here, uh, this goes to the intercom. Now everyone in home can hear what you have to say. And as you talk, you can hear your voice coming out of speakers that run the hallways and the length of home. Hundreds of people listening to your every word. So I understand the desire to not leave your home, both metaphorically and in actuality, as this place is our home. But you see the explosions, you see the desert sun, you see the fighting, and that's even before the Kelvin. Are our odds great with what I'm proposing? No. But what I will say, what I am proposing gives us a chance. There is no chance. If we stay, we will all die. If we leave, there's a chance. There's like a really long pause as the rain just beats against the building. You guys hear like gunfire and screams. You want me to roll for it as well? I will say go ahead and uh, roll. No, I'm going to say with that speech, we're just going to give you a plus two. So basically, all of these rolls here are going to go from needing to be better than a five to needing to be better than a three. Okay. You only have one to center, but he got a one and then a two. So one of the people who are clearly like in charge and making voting decisions here uh, strongly disagrees and spews a bunch of um, inflammatory things, but ultimately like turns and, and stomps off as uh, as everyone else silently agrees. And then Anita just turns to one of her companions and just makes a gesture with her head and they turn in and begin making this basically ladder structure for the back of the of the building there's also like there'd be other ladders and stuff here so like it they, that's something that they can do now if everyone is going to be working on that then evan you can take a team to set up your explosives mm-hmm. okay so that's going to take you guys the rest of the night basically go ahead and give me a demolitions check and i'm going to make a crafting check for them kettle do you want to maybe supervise the construction of the thing and then you can make the mechanics roll or do you want to oh, go with his, yeah, with his team? Uh, do you want me to do architecture and demo added to it? Yeah. And is this intelligence based? Uh, yes. 16. Okay, so your demolitions check is a 16. That's more than enough to be able to plant. Uh, where exactly did you want to plant the explosives and how do you want them to activate? I want to set them at obviously the major support points uh, to, you know, th- think um Think controlled demolition, more or less, except there's also going to be fire involved. And then for the triggering mechanisms, I want to uh, set it up where with each of the entrances, there is some sort of a tripwire or pressure plate or whatever I have access to, uh, to where whenever any of the entrances are finally breached, boom, 
So with a 16, I would say you'd be able to get uh, access to like tripwire that would be pretty effective and you could save and lay like two to three triggers per entrance. Do you want to leave any of the entrances open for potential survivors throughout the rest of the night? Well, the one that we the one that we have been getting people in through, we'll leave that one okay. and then we'll I'll set that right before we leave. Cool. So uh, go ahead and roll me uh, 2d20 and we'll see how many people get saved over the course of the day or over the course of the night. On the side. 17 and 20. Okay, so 37 more people uh, come in over the course of the night, like in small groups, singles, uh, but basically people are filing in. A lot of people have the same idea to come to home, particularly as the night wages on and it's becoming more and more clear that the company is not going to help. Kiatl, what did you get on your mechanics roll to help supervise the construction of this ladder apparatus? A 10. A 10? Exactly. Okay. Well, yeah. So that's that's enough to get it done, but no, like, shave-offs on the time. No. Camp is like a a roar with packing, frantic people. There's children screaming in fear. Uh, there's you know couples yelling at each other. There's a mix of English, tribal Calvac, and the humanized Calvac. Uh, most of these people speak humanized Calvac because that's what they learned growing up. But you know you can still hear some of the tribal Calvac. All of it is sort of Greek to you and has definitely overwhelmed your senses. You, just a matter of hours ago, were pretty close to a nearly lethal explosion. I, I died. You did. Like, uh, for all intents and purposes, you absolutely did. So, first thing, do you have your dice? Yeah. Cool. Go ahead and give me a constitution test. Just constitution. Do you have hard to kill? I uh, don't. F- yeah, I do. You actually. do? Okay, then uh, your hard to kill adds a plus three, I think. It does. Me, is it? Three? I think yeah. so. That is a soft ten. Okay, so five you're... Five on the dice and five with uh, hard to kill and then my two of constitution. My okay. Constitution of... Then you are good. You do not lose any more endurance damage. However, yes. you are fairly winded and you need to sit down. So you're sitting on a, some crates, maybe a barrel, you know, and there's kind of the out-of-focus roar of the camp around you. Now, you know from being privy to this private conversation just a few minutes ago that Vral Tuck has taken a group of his warriors and, like, his inner circle, and they've gone to claim the Zeppelin for the tribe, right? And uh, so the, the Desert Sun Zeppelin that has crashed down to the bottom of the mine. 
Isolay is here. She's organizing the defense of the camp right now. So she's been running around frantically, kind of get bringing in different members of the camp's guard and stuff like that. Okay. And the Vevect has been up to this point overseeing a lot of the like evacuation effort and like the stuff that has to do with the actual like civilian members of the tribe. She's also making sure that like all the technology that they've been developing down here gets packed up and gets taken. So you're just kind of sitting there, and uh, then Vevect, uh, the Vevect, Natasha, walks up to you, and uh, she drops down to one knee, and she says, um, we were packing up things, and I found something I think you'll want. And she hands you your recipe book. <gasps> the- you found my Betty Crocker cookbook? Yes. I've, I honestly don't know if I could have continued without this. Thank you so much. I thought it might be something to help you remember Baja what it is we're fighting for. Baja kisses her full on the mouth. <gasps> she, like, she pulls back for a second and is fully, like, surprised. She's going to roll. Um, uh, she kisses you back. It's dry and beaky a little. Yeah. Um, but I don't like, care. A little, a little scratchy. She saved my life. And she brought the only thing in my life that matters to me. She uh, she puts an arm around you, just one, and she, she scoops you and lifts you up. You feel your feet lifted off the ground. <laughs> and she's like six and a half feet tall, which you're pretty tall. I'm, so, I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm no shrimp. No shrimp. And she fully lifts your feet off the ground. They're just like dangling there, like kind of <laughs> kicking lightly as she pulls you and holds you tight. And then she like pushes, sets you down and steps back and kind of like, Looks down at herself and, and looks at you. And she's, I, I'm sorry. I. There isn't time for this right now, hey, Baja. Well, we'll let me make you scones. Let, just a this a uh, a rain check to make you scones someday. Well, do you have a good recipe for scones in that book? If he flips it open. I flip it open without even looking. Just like right here. Fancy blueberry scones. As you flip the book a few pages, she like the look on her face completely changes, and she like reaches out and she tries to take it from you. Do, do you mind? Uh, can I look at that? Um, sure. I guess we just swapped. I gave you some spit. You didn't really give me much, but I am. I haven't been on hydros for a couple. Yeah, we can't yeah. say that uh, we swapped spit, but I gave you some. At any rate, yeah, of course. I. Uh, so she takes it. She uh, she flips through a couple of pages. And she turns to a page in like the back of the book. There's a section in the back of the book of Betty's recipes that were things that she called like her special recipes and not like, oh, here's my special secret scones recipe. Like Betty's anarchist cookbook. (laughs) Yeah. Her her (laughs) recipes that she definitely uh, doesn't sell at, at, you know, did not sell at her storefront. What are you doing? Those are the no-no recipes. Miss Betty said I wasn't supposed to go there. She starts tapping on it like with her finger and like in thought. And then she lifts up. She's. I recognize this. Like, I recognize almost all of this. It doesn't. She looks up at you. She says, "My sister has a cookbook like this in her, in her kitchen tent. Come with me." And she like starts. She. she <laughs> like, yeah. She grabs your hand and pulls you. The your your actual hand, not your uh, robotic uh, clockwork arm. Uh, Baja's got kind of happy feet because like. He's never courted a like anyone before, yeah. and uh, this this is probably normal, right? 
absolutely this is how it always goes yeah uh so she's like pulling you along she rushes you over to her uh sister's tent to to shelby's kitchen tent where you made a batch of what what did you make earlier snickerdoodles snickerdoodles possibly yeah yeah you made something earlier i'm pretty sure they were snickerdoodles because it was an it was supposed to be a simple recipe and you know we can record a bumper for this if we get it wrong yeah it was totally it was snickerdoodles Snickerdoodles. (laughs) it was cookies it was croissants so she pushes her way in through the the tent flap and earlier she didn't want to be in here and she still looks a little uneasy but she's purpose and driven like and she crosses over to a just a little like part of the counter it's just its own little thing where there's some books there's some papers and then there's like a picture of a couple of calvet girls and you recognize that it's karen uh or natasha and shelby and and uh, Natasha like flips through the stack. She pulls out a little cookbook. She flips through it and she points to a page and hands it to you. Go ahead and make a intelligence and baking test or ch- task. Is that a ten? That's a ten. Is that a nat ten? So blown fifteen up to... on the dice, Jesus. and then okay. you said intelligence and baking. Yep. Man, it's been a while since I've done that. Uh, I know. <laughs> um, Twenty-two. Jesus, twenty-two. Okay, well, I wrote uh, I wrote down what all you got, and they stopped at seventeen. So cool. for one thing, you get a experience token for rolling above a twenty. So here's that. Yeah. For another, you get two experience tokens for seizing the day and kissing the girl, man. Like, good yeah, for you. Exactly, oh, dude. I'm gonna throw them on the floor. I got a carpe that freaking turtle. You. <laughs> you, <laughs> no, you only I don't know that once. I like that joke anymore. <laughs> I, I think it's a great joke. Uh, you only live once, and as far as Baj is concerned, I think he's already punched his card and is living in in some bonus time, you know? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, with a 22, you are able to cross-reference these two recipes. For one thing, they look copied. Like, it looks like they... Somebody copied down... From, like, probably a third source, or, like, it, does, like, it doesn't look like either of these is an original, if that makes sense, right? Like, these okay, are... Okay, so they could both be... They're both copied out of something else. Right, probably, okay. yeah. Um, and you can kind of tell that because of the the order that things are written, and... Um, Miss Betty was always real bad about dotting her eyes. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the paragraphing, things like that. So, a couple things you can tell. One... You can tell that this is not a recipe for dough or anything like that. It's a recipe for some sort of like soup, maybe. And then you kind of continue to look at it. You see that it's got a couple of ingredients you recognize. Dean root, which is an herb. It's an mm-hmm. herb that Dr. Obara uses. It's uh, it's great for clearing up the nose. Yeah, it's good for a lot of things. Yeah. And I used to be a stuffy little boy. It's also good to mix with, into like a paste and then you use it with your first aid attempts and it gives you extra heals. A uh, little homebrew thing. You also see on your copy of the recipe, but not on Shelby's copy, there is a call for CG. And as it's talked about several times, and based on your experiences today and that ridiculous role that you just got, mm-hmm. uh, you put together that CG probably stands for Chaos Gem. Oh, so it's a chaos your gem. version of the recipe at this point, like, so it gets through all the top stuff and that's all the same, and then it starts to be a little bit different. Um, your version of the recipe calls for Chaos Gems, and then it's got some scribbling underneath that you can't quite totally make out. But as you start to like look and your eyes focus in and then your roll goes higher and higher and higher and higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You also can tell that 
it is uh, explaining that the chaos element, that, that adding chaos gem is optional, but it can either grant a huge success or it could possibly result in, in a total failure, total failure. and uh, causing it the, this to actually have the opposite effect that, it wa- that you want. Or, or not, maybe not the opposite effect, but a negative effect, right? Okay. You also see most predominantly, and honestly probably before any of the rest of this, on Shelby's copy, but not on your copy, there's a name for what this makes, and it's called Fairy's Bane. Fairy's Bane? Mechanically speaking... We have fairies as a possible threat. Do you think that these are the same fairies that they're talking about? Did Miss Uh. Betty... Natasha kiss, kisses you again. Oh. She grabs you and like just quickly she pecks you on the cheek, but her hand when she goes to grab your face and like pull you in, her hand is so big that her eye like cr- or, I'm sorry, her thumb, her, <laughs> the, the eye, the of, eye her of her hand. No, her thumb like sits over your eye and then the like her fingertips are all the way back around the back of your skull. Oh, that's like so she's palming hot. a basketball almost like. <laughs> oh my god, I'm a scaly. I'm bringing that back (laughs) so mechanically speaking you have discovered a recipe for something called fairy's bane which you can extrapolate is there like a description or anything there's no more there's no actual description of it um Go, do you have occult knowledge at all? No, I don't. Let me go ahead and make one for... That would have been uh, funny, though. Make occult, one for Nartasha. Occult knowledge baking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is the only time it would come in. So, Nartasha's intelligence is really high. She's got a four. Uh, she's got a lot of skills that boost that up. And her occult knowledge is only going to be at, I'd say, a three without having her sheet right in front of me. So, eight on the dice, uh, 12, 15. Yeah. Okay, so she puts, so she she grabs uh, both of them. She holds them next to each other, and you guys hear like the chaos of the camp around you. But there's just this quiet moment while you're where you're I've, both. I standing imagine it's and, getting quieter and quieter mm-hmm. as I just like focus focus on in on these recipes and the beautiful Calvac next to me. She holds these up next next to each other. She looks over at you and she says, "Baja, I think we've." We found a recipe for fairy repellent. This the setup that we want to go with. I think so. Everyone's agreed. I think so. Okay, so yes. we have distributed oh, nervy in, derby. into all seven categories. We have distributed nine tokens to represent the nine hours uh, that the seismologist says. There are six says. categories. Yeah, it's not six. It's there's not seven six. total. Oh, there is six total. Yeah, yes. Like, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my bad. Yeah, so, I counted it like Caleb three and times. I like shot back and forth about it briefly. Like, oh, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Wait, hold up. One, yeah. two, three, four, five. Six. There's not seven. Hold up. One, yeah, this one, one, two, three. And then I like, I just I'll like, find seven. On I this just turn. looked over at Liz and I just held the numbers up on my hand and she goes, mm hmm. 
Okay. Well, th- thanks for correcting me before I said it wrong like eight times. So it's not my fault. You can't count your own stuff. We, yeah, you're the one who made it, dude. Douche. So we have plugged nine hours worth of tokens into six categories. You have also selected one of those categories to not roll for. Go ahead and remove the dice from that category. The category you guys have selected to not roll for is what? Scouting, Scouting for, survivors. for survivors. All right. So we you guys too many will people. not be trying to find any more survivors, not trying to help anyone else. You are worried about yourself. And that is it. I, and the point of 70 order. people that we have. Yeah, to, the 70 yeah, people. 80 fucking people that we're going to say That were hoisted upon us. I mean, sure. And our we'll petards. <laughs> uh, so what is the first category we're going to roll for, guys? I think it's going to be a symbol and modify the sand thrasher. Yeah, All right. I think, I think so, let's just start at the top. So let's start right there at the top. You want to roll it, the, the sand thrasher. We no, have, I have bad. How many tokens have we put on there? Three. Three. So that takes the modifier from a negative two to a plus one. Cool. So with a plus one to your roll, oh, you, also, you have also <laughs> given this category advantage by giving, by giving, uh, it, giving it extra extra yes. people, one basically extra, extra, man, yes. extra manpower. And these will be people to go help TT get the thing up and running, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. All right. Uh, and before we roll, read the uh, read the result real quick for success. Uh, every success level gives a plus one to the Sand Thrasher's handling or its toughness, or it adds five armor value to the outside. The Sand Thrasher holds 12 people plus the driver, which TT? We vote TT the driver? Probably TT, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I don't think, I have points in motorcycle driving, but it's not the same thing. So like, TT's a mechanic. Yeah. I yeah. assume he knows how to drive. Uh, oh, no. What if he doesn't? I don't know. Well, at least Some, he'll look fabulous in his shiny silver shirt. No, you guys, you guys would have time to go check it out. Oh! You got d- double, double sevens. sevens. So you got two sevens. That, ting, that gives you an eight. Can I exchange? No. Why no. do we even have these then? They're for, oh, wait, actually, hang on, hang on, hang on. I did write that these are tasks or tests. So yes, yes, you can expend two experience tokens to re-roll one of the dice. Well, at the... Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck... <laughs> <laughs> now I want to like switch dice. Nope, I should roll with the one that was provided. Yep. Well, that's that's okay, even worse. Okay, so we got an eight. So you have one level of failure in the Sand Thrasher. Every failure level... Renders the sand thrashers tough, reduces the sand thrashers. It's basically, Harold's going to spend another two just to try. Okay, we're doing one we're doing more. one more reroll. Um, I'm going to cap these. We can say each of you guys can can reroll these tasks once or once each okay. with your experience tokens. Okay. <laughs> another seven. seven. All right. All right. So fuck. It's still an Sand Thrasher has try. one level of failure. What's the second category? Are, we, are you going to do it? He said that we can each do. Yeah. One okay. Right. If you're going to try it. it. It's another four. Jesus Christ. Wow. All right. This all right. Rolling with this... your dice, and I don't think it's fair. You don't have to roll with my dice. Right. So that is one level of failure in the Sand Thrasher category. Yep. Which one do you guys want to roll next? Well, we're skipping this one. We're skipping search for survivors. We're not rolling search for survivors. Let's train some civilians. Let's then. train them up. Okay. okay, so we're training civilians. You're gonna have next. to fight, and you're gonna so, have to die. 
for me, before, before we roll it, plus three. we're at a plus three. Go ahead and re- read what the success is. Every be. success level turns D4 civilian survivors into Minutemen. Nice. Which cool. is funny. And then if we, if we, if we mess it up, we lose one like, Minutemen, which I assume is just the civilians it's are so literally bad. friendly fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, take your stupid helmet off. I don't know. I can't get it over my big hey. dumb head. Hey. Nine, 10, so 11, 12. That's 12. So that's a 12, which is two success levels in training. So you get to roll two D4. Do you have D4? We'll, we'll resolve these in a second. Okay, so he's okay. got it written down, though. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm writing down one. the totals. We'll resolve them in a second. All right, which one are we, are we doing next? We're doing salvage valuables. You want to do that one, bud? We've got a plus three in it at this point. And the result for this one will be salvaging yields D4 plus 1,000 water credits worth of valuables per success level. Hey, 8, 9, 10, 11. So that's two levels of success in scouting for valuables or scou- uh, salvaging valuables. All right. And then we have the next one, which is the last category you guys have spent Anything tokens on. on. How many tokens did you put on that one? We put three tokens. Three on. hours. So you guys have dedicated and three hours. Yeah, and it's the find and modify trailer. And you gave the roll advantage. The problem here is tectonic plates are often very unstable and inconsistent. So around hour seven it starts getting real rumbly again, and I'm going to need one of those tokens back to represent that you guys did not end up having You're nine hours bad. after all. Like, I know. Totally I'm so sorry. You're really <laughs> mean, and I hope that sticks in your chest forever. It totally I'm him. your wife, and I would have we to have deal with this. My shield out. Like, that everything can be started it's at under the same your chair time. now. <laughs> right? Yes, like, that technically, you guys are doing clothes. all of these at the same time. This He's is just, just a, a It's just a mechanical way to represent that you guys had less time than you planned for. He's being a fucking turkey yeah Yeah. i mean these are all happening simultaneously it's not like you're being like okay everyone now go do this everyone go do now but but the best mechanical way to represent that is this so now (laughs) so now that you guys have just a plus plus two two go ahead and roll uh read what read what that uh category Uh, success yields a basic trailer capable of holding up to 15 survivors every additional success level grants one d8 plus two to holding capacity and 15 armor value. Five. Or plus five. Wow. Use your eyes. Whatever. All right. Let's see this. It's a one and a six. That's no, an that's eight. an eight. That's oh, an eight. is that an eight? Okay. And then we added two, so you it's a ten. You have two, so ten. it's a ten. So that's one success level. So, then so you get that's one D8. One success level. So you Here's would get, cool. yeah. D8 plus two. Or no, I'm sorry. You guys got a 10 total. That doesn't even give you the, uh, it's just the basic trailer then. Because it's nine and then 11. So. I hate you so much. Yeah. But you know what would have helped? An extra hour in that category. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, can we re-roll that then? Yeah, yeah. I said you guys can spend your experience token still if you want to re-roll Do you want to? Yeah. All right. Lavender, give me two more experience tokens. Go ahead and re-roll one of those. And again, you guys don't have to use those dice. They were just there to represent. If you want to use your own dice, that's fine. Didn't say that for me. That's a one. That's another one. Okay, well, we're sticking with the eight. a bunch of other dice. Fine, so we're just sticking with eight. Yeah, we'll just stick with eight. Fuck it. Uh, You you can each, you you both have more tokens. You can give this another shot. You also have the Zeppelin category too, though. (sighs) 
and the potential loss on the Zeppelin category is very high. I'll re-roll once. That's, it's I want to. I do want to save some for okay. for later because I don't know what. So Coriander's using your using later. your last two experience tokens to re-roll the trailer it's category. A nine. That's a nine. nine. Nice. So, now so it's an eleven. Nice. Fuck you. Alrighty. So go ahead and give you guys that D eight. Uh, so that's one success Close level. Close my eyes. No. <laughs> And the last Fuck one we are guys. rolling for is uh, uh, capture the zeppelin, zeppelin, which is at a negative four. And what's the result? Every two levels of success results in a zeppelin able to carry two d twenty people. Roll with advantage. So you will roll However, two, or you would roll four d twenty and keep the two that you like, okay. uh, presumably the highest. However, it's every two success levels, which means in order to find one. You have you guys have to roll a thirteen okay. in order in order to find any. We've got Zeppelin a negative four on it. We're and not you have a negative it. four, so you have to blow up because you have not modified it at all. There has no been no modifiers given this to is it. Fine. Right? This is what we want. We'll be good. We'll be good. That's what was that? It's a four. It's a four, <laughs> it's a four? total because it's, it's eight minus four. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that will be three failure levels. So 3d12s? Alright, so yeah. we need to roll 3d12s and then... Uh, well, we'll resolve that in just a second. So, uh, so the last one And 3d4s. Zeppelin, and that was three... I said three failure levels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the final tally is in the... Assemble and modify Sand Thrasher category. You guys achieved one failure level, meaning I will select to reduce either the Sand Thrasher's toughness. It says. Oh yeah, and, it does actually. say it does say toughness. Yeah. So I uh, because to me it made more sense that you guys weren't able to really get the body pulled together and all that. So uh, that means you I will reduce the Sand Thrasher's toughness by one and its AV by two. Training civilians and building defenses. You guys got two success levels. So what does that give you? We get, for every success level, we get D4 civilian survivors turned into Minutemen. All right. So go ahead and roll those two D4. Six. 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 Okay. So uh, somebody scratch out or we'll go down to. I mean, ultimately, the number of people and stays 25 Minutemen. Right. It's just turning but one. To kill, we just right? got to have. Yeah. We yeah. just have more Minutemen. Yeah. They're, they're actual combatants versus being in, like fully just there. And the next category. We're not getting everybody out of here. Salvaging valuables. You guys have two success no, levels. There's a lot here. So that's. True. Yeah. What is. Uh, what is that? One d four times one thousand per success level. So we're rolling two d four. So two d four times one thousand. Water credit valuables. Mm-hmm. Water credit worth of valuables. Five. five. So five thousand water credits. That's not bad. <laughs> worth of valuables. It's starting That's... to feel more and more like we should just leave a bunch of people. I don't know. So uh, bearing in mind, this is water credits worth of valuables. This is not water. Water. Right. 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 All right, stuff and we trade for water later. Yeah. Next, we have a find and modify trailer, and you guys got one success level in that. What does that give you guys? A uh, one d eight 
plus two of holding capacity. Of additional holding capacity. Of additional holding, holding yeah. capacity. On, Over on top of, of 15. On top yeah. of 15. So go ahead and uh, somebody roll that D8 for me and let's see what you guys oh, get. Also, who wants to like, do it? Plus five armor value. And Jack, give him roll anything value. again. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. You guys, I'll I'll, uh, allow you guys to re-roll that with one experience token instead of the two. Does anyone else have it? Okay, I don't. I used mine. I'm gonna do it. (laughs) You know what? No, I'm rolling it this time. My experience token. Do you want that D8? You have options. That's fine. I think. What? (laughs) It's a two. Wow. Okay, but it is a D8 plus two. Yeah. It's a or it's a D8 plus two, so that's an extra four. So that brings us up to 19 holding capacity. 19 plus 12. That's with the driver. Yeah, it's 12, that's 12 including the driver. The, drive. yeah. the driver's okay. included in the 12. Two in the front, 10 in the back. So the last category is capture Zeppelin. You guys have three failure levels in this category. <laughs> what does that get you? That means three D12, my, three D12 plus two of civilians, and then... Three D four plus one, one which minute. would that actually mean plus so six and plus one? Those or? we can just total those first. So it's going to be so you're down six civilians automatically, and you're down three Minutemen automatically plus whatever you roll in the dice. How many Minutemen? I'm but sorry? this three. accounts for. Three. See, here's where we're going with this. This accounts 22. for free will of the survivors, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go, civilians. Civvies, come on. Oh, oh, oh. And now we is that two twelve? That's two twelves yeah, and a seven. Oh, oh no, it was oh, a people. I killed a lot of people. I it killed was... thirty-one people. I killed thirty-seven people. <laughs> thirty-seven <laughs> people. That means there's doom. only ten civilians left. Holy oh, very easily what? be able to get everybody out. Right, now. Write it down. Write it down, and then we gotta roll for the Minutemen. <laughs> I warned you guys Fuck that the Zeppelin yeah. category was not the place to How fuck did around. We roll we, high there? Like oh, you guys genuinely like, did shit. the number one thing that writing this as like there's one thing that they could do to really fuck themselves and you guys did it. I'm really well, impressed. Well, but did we? Go ahead and did roll we? the D. We have four, so much money that we don't have to fours. share anymore. It's oh you guys God, want me to do the three D fours? I'm gonna kill a I'm bunch of people. Up. I'm gonna throw. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, oh my just God. as many people. Two fours and a one. Okay, Nine plus three so is 12. 12 total. So, so that means we have 20 people left, gang. We have 20 so we people. Did but you're, and you're down to 10 Minutemen? Yeah. Yeah, we're down to 10 yeah. Minutemen. Which is less so than you one, guys showed up with. One Minuteman plus one civ, like one Minuteman for every civ, though. We're like, like they have oh, personal yeah. bodyguards. Yeah. Plus, so, that means we can easily fit everybody on the Sam wow. Thrasher. Wow. This worked out, yeah. actually. So we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute to figure out the resolutions of all this. But that was a bloodbath. We're definitely going to say that there's... Uh, that, uh, there, we didn't tell anybody to go. Everybody yeah, had options. Definitely, there was a democratic decision. Like, you, who wants to be on the Zeppelin win? crew? Yeah. But what we do need to find out, though, it's not is... not our fault 50 fucking people ran for the did, did Wadalpra or Ilgi die? One of them oh, did. No. So... Wadopra is going to be odds. Ilgi is going to be evens. Someone roll me anything. Wadopra. It's Wadopra. Wadopra. 
Well, you're asking, I'm just probably going to take these guys and go find a Zeppelin, and then we're just going to fly Are you like, sure? right out of here. But it just won't be a problem. I got you're it. Sure. It's I was really spooking. dangerous out there. We yeah. have Listen, some additional was, room on the sand you guys even Would you guys up. like to take a gun? You All you have is wiffle ball bats. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's a good idea. We should get everybody get a gun. Right, <laughs> I just guys. like hand him my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> they, they walk out with like toy pistols. Before we go, do you want our armor? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be back in just a second to figure out how this is all going to shake down. Uh, terribly. That's how. Can, can I say scalper with them? T, P, K. No, yes, sure. Scalper can be dead, too. T, P, K. No, I P, K. T, P, K. T, P, K. T, P, K. You guys, we murdered some. We didn't murder anybody. Music in today's story was used under Creative Commons license. Additional credits can be found in the episode description. Droughtland is played using Eden Studios' Unisystem, which can be found in All Flesh Must Be Eaten, CJ Corella's Witchcraft, and Terra Primate, amongst others. We'll be back in two weeks with Chapter 35, Part 2. So we're actually recording right now? Yes. So no more farts. No more farts. I got the best dumb joke in the other day where I found a shell at work in Kentucky, and they were like, what you got there? I was like, it's a shell. I put it up to my ear, and I can't hear the ocean, though. But I sure can hear the crick. And I'm like, the the fucking, like, mine safety officer that was there busted a gut. And I'm like, yes. I I sure can't hear the crick. I made the hillbilly laugh. I know my audience. Gosh, I'm, I can't I'm, believe I'm your OCD let you get away with this. I switched the caps on our vape pins the other day, and he had to walk out of the room. <laughs> I was really mad when she did that. What? I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, we have a silver vape and a black vape. But they're, but the, they're same the same vape. kind. So she switched the caps on them, and I had a, like, my brain. Wow broke nice all right you guys have 10 minutes sliding a bunch of shit together and i mean this was a packed satchel like right, trapper cool. keeper nothing fucking matters i'm dead i'm dead oh god well we should go we should we should go mm-hmm. we should go mm-hmm. what if we faked your death because the entire Whoa. town is falling apart well so Excited, it's September. <laughs> Do you remember where Anastasia nearly drowned in September? Someone wake me up when this ends. Ah! Oh. Okay. <laughs>